RX Radio. Good morning and Merry Christmas, everyone. <laughs> this is Happy uh, Boxing Day. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but also, yeah, we hadn't said it last week, so yes. it was on point. <laughs> uh, uh, this is Philip and Daniel on Hear Me Out. Uh, RX Radio, ladies and gentlemen, every Saturday, 10 a.m. to 12 p.m. Yeah, man. We get together and we discuss the, the kind of things that you are afraid to say oh, in yeah. public. Mm-hmm. Or even in private sometimes, you know. A lot of people freak out at the most basic stuff. But, uh, yeah, we're here to air the opinions that you guys are scared to say on this wonderful festive weekend. And it's Boxing Day. Who are you punching today, for example? Oh, bad. <laughs> a lot of people. I've got so many access to grain with so many people. I think at the end of the day, I'm just going to tell everyone to take a number. Oh, and you know, wow. yeah, yeah. Okay, you, you, you skipped straight to weaponized warfare. Like, <laughs> I, I thought we were throwing hands, man. But then I guess, metaphorically speaking, it's still they can still get these hands from oh, an axe. Oh, yeah, yeah. So, uh, how was Christmas? How was Christmas Day? Christmas was interesting. I think this, this has been the most interesting Christmas for me in a very weird way. Yeah. I, I think I'm beginning to realize as we get older, as people, uh-huh. um, we care less. Uh, absolutely, that comes with the territory for ourselves. Oh yes, yeah. It, yeah. it doesn't matter as much to us, but yes. you do all these things because the kids, right? Yeah, yeah. They're running yeah. around. They're happy. They're excited. They're yes. throwing food at each other. And only thought going through my mind is, it's chicken. Why, as a black person, child or otherwise, would you throw <laughs> a piece of chicken at someone else? Like. Who uh, grew you? Okay, partly me, but still, why are you like this? So, it's uh, it's a travesty. It's a travesty, yeah. exactly. It it's, doesn't make any sense, and it should stop. It should stop. It, it should yes. be abolished. These are the things they should be arresting people for, not making songs about dancing in lockdown. Uh. <laughs> but yeah, it, it, it was fun. The kids, the kids was as usual, amazing, incredible nephews and nieces. Yeah. They're growing. Uh, my parents are aging. I've just realized that. Yeah, mine too, mine too. Oh, yeah. Yes, yeah. How, how was your Christmas? Oh, my Christmas was good. It was uh, uneventful, really. Mm. You know, just staying at home, uh, taking a few drinks uh, with the family and uh, watching a few old movies, you know? Like which one? Uh, <laughs> we watched some... Um, uh, a few good men. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you okay. watch a few good men. Yeah, uh, Tom good Cruise, uh, Jack Nicholson. Yes. Demi Moore. Yeah, that's yes. a good movie. You can't handle the truth. Exactly. I missed that. Speaking of the truth, man. <laughs> speaking of the truth, that we, uh, you know, we decided that this show, this particular show, mm-hmm. would be dedicated to the listeners. So uh, we put out some feelers out and uh, we wanted to see what people would want people to hear them out about yes. right so basically hear me out was about the, the listeners and the listeners were supposed to let us hear them out but unfortunately the listeners didn't uh, really uh, reciprocate uh <laughs> people were sending me uh stories which were 10 years old love other, poems uh, love poems uh. mm-hmm. <laughs> the most random ones exactly ladies and gentlemen i think uh, my communication was a little twisted in the sense okay well yeah if a couple of people misunderstood it though I, yes. I did get one very interesting um, story from someone oh yeah yes someone had an axe to grind if we can uh-huh. call it that yes and his issue was the dating game for example okay yeah and they pointed out something that they wanted us to talk about they're calling it uh, first date syndrome 
first date syndrome. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. They ah, say that it. sounds good. That sounds heavy. Yes. And they say yes. they've experienced it at least three times this year. Yes. Like, uh, and uh, the person is breaking it down, and he said, "Yo, um, you chat up a girl online, you talk, you yeah. take your time, you get to know each other online, right? Yes. Finally, you ask her out on a date. Yes." You get on the date, the vibes are flowing, it's yeah. mutual interest, you're talking to each other, everything's going great. Sounds good. But after that, uh, you t- she goes to her home, you go to yours, it's not even like you have a one night stand, right? No. And no. Uh, yeah, you. the next time you're like, hey, when can I see you again? Uh-huh. And from that point onwards, it just gets very complicated. Oh, yeah. So she stops answering your calls? No, she uh, now starts playing hard to get. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Because that's kind of second phase of... Uh, uh, the the meeting, the pairing between man and woman. Right? Yes. Uh, what? Playing hard to get? Yeah. Oh, and <laughs> me, Mr. Matogo. Let me hear this. Uh-huh. Okay, because I mean, the, at the end of the day, so the lady doesn't feel uh, that you take her somebody cheap or very easily accessible. Mm-hmm. She decides she decides to become seductively unavailable. Ah. In the sense that, hey, uh, the more, uh, you know, absence makes the heart grow fonder. So the more you want her, mm. the more... You know, she'll play hard to get, drive up the stakes, and at the end of the day, you give her the real thing yeah, in terms the, of love. The, the problem is, out of sight is also out of mind. Ah. So, you know, it, it, that that could go either way. Yeah, It could easily yes. go either way. And uh, as, as this guy was complaining and writing, I cannot believe someone sat down and actually wrote all this. And I was reading through it like, oh, wow, you have yeah. a lot to say. Yeah. But I'm going to paraphrase because... It's like 500 words in a text. Wow. wow Goodness. Wow, not wow, even a wow, book, wow, man. Wow, 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 wow. But yeah, they wrote That's all e-book. this stuff. It, yeah, it's an yeah. e-book. Yeah. Uh-huh. Like a really short one. It's like uh-huh. Daniel's still in a bad mood. <laughs> so, <laughs> no, no, I'm not saying Daniel still is the best writer. No, don't get me wrong. I hate uh, her books as much yeah. as the rest of you. <laughs> so, yeah, this guy yes. writes it down and I'm looking at it and I'm thinking, oh, yeah, that, I've had this before. I've but he titled this. it First Date Syndrome. That's First what he Date it. Syndrome. Okay. Yes. Okay. Um, so, it was like, a very cerebral and thought over. Uh, missing. Yeah, that's okay. how you know it had really hurt. Like, yeah. it, it had been bothering this human being for a while. And they send it in and I'm thinking, okay, um, you explained it. And uh, said she wants to up her value, right? Yes. She wants yes, to yeah. make sure she, that... She, can't, she just can't be there mm. uh, at his beck and call. Otherwise, he'll probably treat her like the maid. Okay, well, yes. fair enough. But yeah. uh, my counter-argument to that was uh-huh. um, communicate. Yes. Because yeah, uh, often... Uh-huh. There's a distinction between being hard to get uh-huh. and playing hard to get. Okay, what is, what is the distinction? Okay, so when yeah. someone plays hard to get, uh-huh. I take it as a lack of interest because they do things that the subconscious don't even realize. Oh, like yes. you say, when can I see you again? She's like, I don't know. Uh, when I get time. Oh. When I'm available, uh-huh. but they never actually make an uh-huh. effort to give you a day and a time. Oh, yes. Or yes. if you make plans and tell them, hey, are you available this Saturday? Someone playing hard to get is like, no, I'm not available. Mm-hmm. Someone who's interested but genuinely unavailable will say, yes. no, I'm not available this Saturday, but uh, what, what are you doing next Tuesday? Oh, you yeah. Get, okay. They will suggest. Okay. okay. They, they will make a suggestion of some sort. Yes. So I felt the guy's pain. I was like, if someone isn't communicating, mm-hmm. then I don't think it's really worth the pursuing yes it's, it's not really worth the pursuit it's okay at some point you begin to feel like yeah now i'm the one being taken for granted okay but uh, w- w- on which uh, number of texts or mm. at which stage of the call which call the third the fourth when do you know that you're being taken for granted or when do you 
feel mm-hmm. you're being taken for granted. Okay. After like the first call or what? Oh, what? not after the first okay. call. Okay. <laughs> the first call if you ask someone. Yeah. But if if you're going to ask someone the same question for a month, oh no no no, there's no, a problem. No, 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 no. And that, to be uh, fair, a month is a long time. People uh, yes. may think, ah, it's just one month. It's four weeks. Yes. Of you asking yes. someone when are you free? Yes. And them actually never telling you. If ah, or yeah. when they are free, yeah, they're yeah. just bouncing around in between. So that is almost like uh, you're thirsty. You need a drink. Yes. And then uh, somebody tells you to wait for like a month. Yeah. I think that thirst will be handled in other ways. And yes, exactly. Yeah. And that's the part. So if someone's going to say they're playing hard to get to improve, increase their value, I can respect that. Get, I understand. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. Uh, I don't have to play along. Uh-huh. Yeah, that's the part of the equation that makes it tricky because yeah. the other part is going to say oh he was never interested but no at, at some point eh, man morale <laughs> I mean I, I would so, have pursued you but the way my bank account set up right now uh, you know, it's, <laughs> because it's at the end of the day you when you when you try and drive up your value so high mm-hmm. at times you devalue the friendship and the love or whatever could have blossomed from uh, whatever yes. you, you guys have got together because most guys go for the compromise option right which is you you believe it's your job to pursue the oh female. yeah okay, so you okay. go for the compromise option and say I'm going to meet her halfway I will call I will text and see if we can get to a point where she starts texting or calling me back yes most women go for the control option okay they want okay. to sit on the other end and wait <laughs> for you to act or do something so yes. you'll call for two weeks so this after guy, two weeks of calling yes so this guy is really yeah, yeah. this guy is really hurt I can I, I can imagine I mean where I'm feeling the shockwaves of this yeah. uh, this uh, <laughs> this missive right son, here son of man is, is hurting and uh, it's relatable for us guys yes so a lot of men are probably on the other side like mm, I called you for two weeks and then the one time I didn't call you called me back to complain that I hadn't called instead <laughs> of just calling to talk so. okay <laughs> alright Daniel okay we're going <laughs> ladies and gentlemen it's good to have you here Merry Christmas once again we are going for an ad break we're just going oh, okay a few messages mm-hmm. coming up some music something mellow yeah. and something cool to keep you guys in gear and uh, basically it's hear me out Daniel Omara Philip Matogo right here at RX Radio all right ladies and gentlemen how are you doing uh, yeah yeah this is uh, hear me out on not Rex RX <laughs> RX, Radio. RX Radio ladies and gentlemen I apologize on behalf yeah. of Mr. Matogo he misses his cigarettes yeah, yeah. besides yeah. the show is smoking after all right <laughs> so we need to we need to really represent and appreciate <laughs> nice so, so, Adam so, Omara Daniel <laughs> yeah yes. so so what we we're talking about the first date syndrome mm-hmm. uh, based on a, a letter Daniel got from one of the listeners mm. I also got a letter uh, about somebody who feels that that their their year was messed up by one particular thing, mm-hmm. and uh, his 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 particular thing was one. He mm-hmm. said that his candidate, this is what he's calling his candidate, is uh, mm-hmm. Bobby Wine. But he feels Bobby Wine has been unfairly treated 
by the powers that be. Mm-hmm. I uh, I understand this because uh, Bobby Wine is uh, is a is a newcomer in the game, yeah. and uh, you know you should have some respect for the rookies because the rookies, like in training day, I mean Denzel tried to bring up the other guy. Yeah. So this is uh, Museveni, the president rather, is playing the role of Denzel. <laughs> he should try and bring him up and. Uh, but not the part where he tried to kill him, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Remember day. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, so basically, what this guy said, he said that uh, one of his worst um, things this year was that he felt that right now they had a chance, Uganda had a chance to transition from uh, one form of leadership or one generation of leadership to another. Mm, yeah. And he actually believed it that uh, you know there would be no foul play. I don't know where he got this notion. He just said that everything is go- everything would be if he believed everything would be above board. Uh-huh. Then uh, people got shot oh, during yeah. demonstrations and yeah. uh, we 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 really commiserate with their families and as mm. well, uh, you know uh, us as Ugandans that was a very tragic uh, moment in time. And yes. uh, when he witnessed this, that's when he said, you know what, this whole game, it's open season right mm-hmm. now. The guns are, are, are on us. And he feels that his vote next year may not come for much. That's what he's telling me. And that does it, that's what's represented his worst, you know, because it's really... It's, yeah. it's what messed up his year. Yes, yes. From the time the uh, 54... I think mm. 54 or 58 people, something like that, in that region, because uh, the reports vary. Mm. But then, uh, uh, let's say between 54 and 60 people got injured, uh, got killed, and then the, the rest got uh, uh, maybe up to 100 got injured. Yes. That, um, the, the numbers are unknown. Yes. Uh, the security yes, cameras yes. were not working that day, oh, unfortunately, oh, for some strange so I reason. The, uh, I hope the Sounds like a lie they would tell. Yes. Yeah, but uh, yes. Yeah, so, first of all, let me break this guy's heart. Uh, by telling him um, you, you had very high expectations. I'm sorry. Uh-huh. This is still after all Uganda. And I hate uh-huh. saying that. I really uh-huh. do not like saying that because yeah. I feel we should be saying something more positive about our country. Like, exactly. Like, this is Uganda, the land where we don't stand for madness, where, you know, children don't waste chicken, like stuff like that. <laughs> yeah. But uh, the reality is when it comes to things like campaigns and elections, uh, the, the, the bar is pretty low. That's true. It's it's pretty low, and it's the reason why most people are just not interested in politics anymore. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Which yeah, is a yeah, dumb yeah, thing to say. Yeah, let me yeah, be fair, yeah, because the politics is interested in you. Yeah, whether you like it or not, whether it's you gonna like be, it or it's not, it's gonna be there for you. Yeah, those yes. guys walking downtown had nothing to do with what happened to them. Like they were yeah, just yeah. caught in the middle of a crossfire, quite literally, between. Yes. Two warring parties. It's just That's uh, right. one of them has the guns and the other one has the numbers. Yeah, and uh, I think at the end of the day, you know, uh, many people. I would also advise this guy that uh, the thing is, you should just go out and vote. Why do I say this, Daniel? Mm-hmm. Because uh, the thing is, uh, a lot of governments are run on legitimacy. Yeah, and legitimacy means that uh, there's kind of like an unspoken agreement between the government and the led mm. that uh, hey we put you here you should do something for us mm-hmm. now the vote if uh, there's an overwhelming vote mm-hmm. and uh, the vote is actually stolen the government will be illegitimate it may be legal yeah. but it will be illegitimate they will not be able to govern effectively once they're illegitimate well uh, not like they've been effective so far uh, go on 
it won't be yeah, anything new. Yeah, yeah, it won't mm. be anything new. But uh, the widespread uh, consternation and sadness and anything concerning this whole uh, this this whole uh, char- charade they're yeah. calling the uh, elections. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> the, the, that, <laughs> everything revolving around that mm. will actually will, will come. In a, it will dovetail and it will affect the the process of governing. Yes. Because uh, one thing I know is that where once people people can think that others have voted for you but if everybody has voted against you mm. i'm not saying everybody yeah because i know the president has his supporters but if the, mm-hmm. there's an overwhelming majority against you this is like a 1981 situation it'll be pretty hard mm. although 1981 was very it was split down the middle from what i hear mm-hmm. yes it was yes there, there was more fairness yes 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 so yes. the loss could have been was most likely it illi- was legitimate. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If, yeah. If, um, I think it was an ele- it was a legitimate government. It was a legitimate loss. Yes, yeah, yes. So yes. yeah, but Hombo couldn't take it. But yeah, yeah I'm not going to have to fight into that. I, no, I wasn't no, there. No, no. no I but, wasn't there. I'm not even going to pretend. I came in. I'm I'm the post-war baby. I won't lie. So, uh, <laughs> okay, let, let let us so, move away from politics. No, the the trick okay, for me okay, right yes, now yes. is um my vote is split. Okay, Down between between who and uh, Bobby and Muntu. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I'm, I'm, I'm going for General Muntu myself. I like General Muntu. Yeah, personally, I I I feel he's a good leader. Yes, that and the fact that he has this force field around him that makes him untouchable to the police. Ah, yes. Like yes, uh, yes. I saw them spray water. You know that water cannon? Uh-huh. The pink one, by the way. Uh-huh. Police upgraded <laughs> in 2016 and they got pink water cannons. Uh-huh. Now they're colored. You get blue. You get red. Oh, my so God. they aimed pink at Otunu. It's like a Christmas tree. <laughs> I know, right? Uh-huh. It's very colorful riots yeah, nowadays. Yeah, yeah, yes. So they spray Otunu with the pink one and they, it's just a constant spray, right? Mm-hmm. And I watched them spray Otunu. That day, I think Otunu, Mao, and Besige were walking for some reason mm. and walk to work one of those campaigns yes and Muntu was also walking I saw them spray Otunu Besije pass the water over Muntu yeah. <laughs> and then spray him out and wow like, okay this guy really does have a force field around him like yes. he's the only guy who came out of it dry yes I'm like uh, Wow. Yeah, because I, I think at the end of the day, whatever may be said about Muntu, mm-hmm. he does have the pedigree, he does have the, the professionalism, and he yes. does definitely have the political acumen to not over-ruffle feathers. Mm-hmm. Okay, he does it in such a way that, you know, it becomes like a gentleman's transaction. With, yes. You know, but, you know, like uh, he, he probably will not... Because uh, Kizo Besige would go gung-ho. He would come all out. You know, yeah. let us take down the government today. Yeah, I lost faith in Besige. Yes. Time <laughs> um, I, 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 I don't even like... I, I just don't subscribe to the whole FDC thing anymore. Oh. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Though, to think about it, the reason I would... Okay, Muntu has a temper, but it scares me a bit, though I don't think it's like, yeah. you know, the worst yeah, of his yeah, attributes. Yeah. It only yes. comes out when it's necessary or when he's passionate about something. Yes, which is, yes. Uh, yeah. Which yeah. is a good thing, yeah, I would yes, think. Yes. I would like to hope. But one of the reasons I would vote Bobby Wine, and this sounds very, um, <laughs> very shallow, mm-hmm. but yo, I, I want to have a president whose With. face is tattooed on his wife's back. Like that oh. is... That would be <laughs> the first lady with a tattoo. Yes. Mm-hmm. Okay. No bad, no bad. I think, but, but didn't Ivanka have one? Uh, Trump's wife? I'm sure Ivanka has uh, tattoos, yeah, but yeah. She, she tried to hide them. Barbie has shown us hers. Oh, yeah, that, yeah, yeah, Okay, yeah. it's just one tattoo, but yes. the reason I say tattoos is because it's an entire face. 
Uh-huh. Which looks a bit like Butcherman, to be fair. Uh-huh. And Bobo has since cut his dreadlocks. But you can't edit a tattoo. That's, no, you can't. You yeah, can't. That's, I mean, you can't edit the past. Yeah, you can't edit the past. No, no, no. It's so, just, just the way it is. Just a little. Exactly. Let it write. It's there. Yes. And uh, that's the stupid reason why I would vote Bobby. Not not that I don't think he would, he would make it. Of course, I'm joking about that part. Yes. He has the numbers. He has the following. Politically, though, I don't know if he's ready. Yeah, that, that's, that's a very big question yeah, because because uh, running a country is quite different from uh, arousing interest in your leadership. Yes, Uganda yeah. and Uganda are two very different domains. It, it's absolutely like the same problem I have with Katumba. He's running for guild president of a nation. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but Katumba, really, Katumba? No, <laughs> I, 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 I think uh, Katumba is kind of like something diversionary. Every election has them. Yeah, you know, yeah. I read mean, uh, the last election we Maybe had. Mabiluzi kidnapped himself. Yes, uh-huh. before we had Vix Kingo, we've always had, and uh, we've always had a political <laughs> candidate who who had some comic relief to, and to, it, to take this the whole to take the seriousness out of the situation. Exactly. So that exactly. everyone just looks down upon the whole process and uh, says, uh, if, if they're letting such people in, so yeah. I don't want to be a part of this. Yes. In America, they had Kanye. So yeah. there you go. So every time Good there's news. always that kind of a cardboard individual who comes in and, oh. uh, you know, keeps things uh, going in the sense that, hey, so, you know, it's entertainment. So what you're saying is, yes. Bebe Cool is our Kanye. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Baby Cool is our Kanye West. Uh, no, but Baby Cool's not running. If he was running, definitely it would be Kanye West. No, but ka- uh, I think uh, ka- ka- Katumba is our Kanye. Katumba is our Kanye. Yes. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. talent. Yeah, and, with, <laughs> and without uh, Kim Kardashian mm. on his... But I hear, I see him taking many pictures with beautiful ladies. So oh, I guess yeah. there could be a Kim Kardashian coming out of that. Hey, look, I will respect his strategy because I always tell people he's on Wikipedia as the youngest person to ever run for president. Wow. So, wow. yeah. Wow. So, if that guy comes wow. to your office oh, for wow. a job, yeah. even without a CV, he's like, hey, yeah. look what I did. Yeah. I got my 0.02% yeah. Yeah. of a 30 something million population. This is really, this. I that is something to talk about. But you know I'm what? I'm a good mobilizer. <laughs> but you know what? Let, let, let's talk about that later after mm-hmm. the break because this is really, that, that should be one of the high points we need to consider. Yeah. Uh, so, guys, this is Hear Me Out, Daniel Mara and Philip Matogo. Here at RX Radio, we're just uh, we're just getting started, right? Yeah. Oh yeah, definitely. There you go. <laughs> hear me out. Hear me out. RX Radio. Hear me out. Hear me out. Hear me out. All right, ladies and gentlemen, we're back. RX Radio. The show is called Hear Me Out with Daniel Mara and Philip Matogo. Yay! Ah, yeah. yeah, yeah. I just had to drop that for dramatic effect because I can. Uh, before we went to the break, we were talking about Katumba. <laughs> yeah, John Katumba. Katumba, otherwise known as Katumba Oye. Yes, also known as John Katemba. Ah, Katemba. Yeah, Katemba. Oh, yeah, Katemba, because, oh yeah. yeah. Because yeah. there'll always be drama. Yes, yes, so, yes, that's mm. true. That's true. Everything he does. Where did he get that other big ride from? That monster ride I saw him in. 
I, I think um, Do you get sympathized And they're giving him Like money and stuff As well sell loans uh, <laughs> To be fair I think we should be Giving Katumba loans Yes Because at his age I don't know if he can Budget well for donations uh, No, no he, He's 24 What were you doing With your life at 24 Oh man 24 I think I was still Coming out with diapers Yeah 24 like, like, You know I was like A man child <laughs> You know what I mean You know At the end of the day 24 is a time When you're just Coming to grips With who you are Yes And uh, Trying priority. to take it from there Yeah, your yeah. priority is getting laid. Yeah, because uh-huh. I, I, w- I think every guy around 24 was in that zone of oh man, when's my next leg uh-huh. coming through? So I think Katumba maybe Katumba can be related to the Premiership footballers or you mm-hmm. know professional athletes because mm-hmm. they start when they're young and you know by the time they're 30 something they pass <laughs> their sell by date. So Katumba <laughs> is kind of like because uh, Michael Jordan did it big in the Olympics at mm-hmm. the age of 24. Mm. Uh, who else? I, there's so many guys. I guess uh, Drake. Drake, yeah. So, so, so basically Katumba has joined that league of individuals. Well, individuals who uh, you know who are becoming superstars mm-hmm. at an early stage. Like uh, they arrive below 25. Yeah. Yeah. Good for him. So anyway, yeah, we were just summing up on the complaints that people have sent us. Uh, yes. The previous complaint was about politics yes. and uh, people being disgruntled by the current state of affairs in the country and yeah. the maltreatment of opposition leaders. Uh, this one I'm reading now yeah. is from someone. Okay, this person is very petty, but I felt the need to bring it up because this has yeah. been a recurring topic for over 10 years. Uh-huh. Uh, this person says his 2020 was ruined by a vitz a vitz yeah why and why? you'd think he was knocked by one uh-huh. or something or at least assaulted by someone who drove a vitz oh, or maybe oh. had his foot at the very least stepped on by a vitz you get yes. or his ex drove a vitz yeah or his vitz was stolen but no this guy just really does not like the car it just it just has something against vitz took a hundred words to write that <laughs> explaining all the things he does not mean <laughs> like everything I've explained to you right now is literally what he wrote but he Indeed. just he just hates the car he just That's it. really That's it. hates the car on a primal level at, at Very, a primal level yeah yeah yeah, yeah. it's like it's, it's, it's deep it, it's, it's deep, deep man. it's like cats and dogs yes oh cats Tom and, and Jerry uh-huh. yeah, something like best that best example yes and <laughs> as I was reading through it and I'm thinking to myself well this this guy is really like literally being petty But then I thought to myself on a grand scale. <laughs> yeah, on a grand on a massive scale. Yeah. <laughs> this guy is way up there. Yes. On the petty list and I thought to myself, I don't like this car either. Uh-huh. <laughs> to, to be honest, I I have nothing against the Vits. Yes. I have nothing against small cars. But there's just sometimes you look at a car and you're thinking, hey, maybe if I wore it on one leg and then got another one and wore it on the other foot, I could use them as roller skates. You, know? <laughs> like those... you know, it's uh, I, I I think uh, maybe this guy's issue with the Vits is mm-hmm. probably something more, you know, romantically inclined. Maybe, mm-hmm. you know, like uh, somebody took off, you know, in a Vits. Mm-hmm. took off with his heart in a bit you know that kind of Dramatically. stuff yeah 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 girl yeah girl yeah exactly he just uh, mm. uh, his ex as you said his ex really messed him up and then uh, i don't know he could clarify probably he, with he, a uh, with a message later on and we could share it later oh, on oh yeah def- definitely we're yeah. willing to have this conversation further with him yes. but i know people who just hate a car because it's a car yes like um there's there's a friend of mine who got me to hate ipsums oh yeah Toyota okay. Ipsums. Uh-huh. They got me to hate Ipsums because he explained a very interesting logic and I began to see it as What life went on. He said Ipsum drivers are the worst. Uh-huh. Most reckless drivers on the road. Are you really? 
spinners. Yes. Subaru yes. drivers are crazy, right? Yes. Subaru drivers are fast. Yes. But they're not particularly reckless. Okay. They're fast because the car, it's a, it's a sports car. Okay. You, yes. you can't buy a sports car and act like it's a generator. Just park it there and accelerate. No, that's <laughs> that's vehicular abuse of uh-huh. the vehicle. Uh-huh. But uh, Ipsums, if you ever notice half the time you see an Ipsum, uh-huh. it's either in bad shape or it's being driven badly or it's driven by someone looking bad. And I don't mean like facially, but just physically. Because I think... Looking angry. Yes. Yeah. Ipsums, I call them the Masaka. Uh-huh. The vehicle from Masaka. Really? And you know how Masaka people are. They can buy a Mercedes Benz and use it to transport grasshoppers. Like, these guys <laughs> really don't care. But Ipsum is like that car. It has crazy capacity. It can take like nine people and three bunches of matoke plus two sacks of charcoal. Yeah. And someone's going to max it out. And when they come to Kampala with that driving, mm-hmm. it's just a mess of things. So when this guy told me he hates Vits, he may not even know what's causing him to hate the car. It may just be like random experiences, like Vits squeezed in between him and a friend's car in traffic jam and got out of the jam. Before and it all registered in his subconscious. It, then it, suddenly uh, it was manifested in the fact that he hates Vits. He hates Vits. Vits yes. ruined his year. His 2020 has been messed up by a tiny, cute and adorable car that drives by and you look for the person with the remote control. I don't uh, understand. <laughs> How do things so, get this Hey, part? so, okay, okay, we've listened to some of the uh, viewers mm-hmm. uh, you're giving us their, you know, their pet peeves and their, their, their major hatreds. <laughs> now, let, let us look at our own, Daniel. I mean, this has been an event for a year. Yes. Okay. Mm-hmm. We didn't think it was, especially when we had the lockdown. We thought we would all be, you know, confined and it would yeah. all be over. You know, yeah. be like, we would be, we would have the security of a coffin. Am I? <laughs> the insides of a coffin, that is, right? But then, uh, in actual fact, a lot of stuff did happen. I mean, uh, like, uh, if we're to talk about our best and worst, uh, the movies and, okay, events, uh, experiences, anything of the kind. Yeah. Uh, I mean, there's going to be a lot to talk about. Yeah, there's a lot of things, um, to be honest. <laughs> like, for me personally? Yes. Well, one of the things that got me angry the most this year is the fact that my tummy has stopped respecting my body. Uh, how come? How so? Thirties. That's all I can say. <laughs> because back then, okay, my nickname in the comedy group Crackers was Dustbin, right? Ah, uh, because you could eat anything and it would disappear. It would just vanish. Yes. Like, it, I, I wasn't even working out anymore. I, I, I just had a constant six-pack and mm-hmm. it has been there for the last, what? For, for the longest time I can remember. I have never really had a stomach that wasn't flat. Oh. And now, all of a sudden... You've got, like, kind of a curve coming along. It's bulging a little. Just a <laughs> little. Like, I, I don't see the six-packs anymore. I don't see that line that runs down through the middle. I am beginning to worry because the bottom has curved now. Oh. And I'm like, oh, oh, okay, okay. I see what you're doing there. I see your plan. But the Sitani, you shall not manifest in my life. <laughs> so, I've always done, like, walks and stuff. Yeah, but now yeah. um, it's 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 so much more intense, and for me, working out my body has never been work. It's always been something which is just the way it is. Yes, I have a crazy metabolism, and things just get burnt out of my system. But now, all of a sudden, I have to walk an extra ten kilometers every day just to make sure this thing doesn't pop out and surprise me in my dreams. The point uh, whereby you, you wake up at 3 a.m. in a cold sweat and go, oh, oh my goodness. Oh. Uh, yeah, who's this in the Stomach. Yeah, that, Stomach. Yeah. Like, it's, these are things bothering you nowadays. So it, it has really been giving me issues this year because during lockdown, 
And stomachs are really something with a, which are not easy to stomach. Yes, <laughs> so, exactly. So to say, you know, you know? And the weird thing is because I have a slim physique, right? I'm not the mm-hmm. the big buff yeah. guy. No, you're not. So a tummy is like not the place you want to be gaining anything round. If it was on the bicep, I wouldn't have a problem. Exactly. With, with, yeah. with a few round features on my arms mm-hmm. and stuff, but not the tummy. The tummy is uh, the tummy is, should be off limits for yes. a person your size. Well, honestly, if God could give me a bigger forehead, but I just don't want the stomach, and it has it has bothered me so much this year. And to a lot of people, they're like, "That's it, that's what's bothering." That's you. your worst. Uh, that's your your worst experience. Wow, it sounds like a vitz, but in your stom- in your tummy. Yes, it's like I it swallowed a vitz bits. tummy. Yes, <laughs> <laughs> I ate one, and it, it has it has really really bothered me this year because people may not know it, but. Even we as guys sometimes get insecure about our, our bodies, right? Uh, a lot. Because if a you're lot. used to seeing yourself, I, I've never had trouble going to the beach. Uh-huh. I'm always the first to take my clothes off at the beach, like and just run into the water, sunglasses. You, yeah, because all you need is an excuse. Yes. Because you know, you know, you're you're well proportioned. Exactly. But then when there's a tummy coming along yeah. and uh, a bulge, which is a. Uh, in unwanted places. Mm-hmm. That's when you start getting insecure at the beach. Not That's the kind you of bulge you're yes. looking for yes, too. Yes, because <laughs> yes, because at the beach you should have a bulge a little uh, a further little. down. I mean, there's enough incentive. A little further down. This is why I said I run straight to the water. Ah. <laughs> you need to cool off. So on, on that, it's it, 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 it's um, I was actually at the point where I was like, I'm happy the swimming pools are closed. I have a genuine excuse <laughs> for not going to the pool. Oh, okay, yeah. Daniel. We are gonna we're gonna look at us your best uh, your best points uh, mm-hmm. af- after this. Oh, we're gonna start uh, focusing uh, on but, the good now. Yeah, the good, and mm-hmm. uh, I'll st- I'll kick it off. I'll set the ball in motion. We'll talk about the good stuff after these messages, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, we're at RX Radio. Uh, the show is hear me out. Hear me out, Philip and Daniel Mara. Stay tuned. RX Radio. Philip Matogo right here and Daniel Mara. Every Saturday, by the way. Every Saturday. Each and every single one of them. From 10 to midday only. Yes. <laughs> Merry Christmas, by the way. Uh, we weren't together. I hope you guys enjoyed your turkey, chicken, or whatever it is you... You, 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 yeah. you know, if you're from Masaka, I'm not surprised. I mean, I have nothing against Masaka, but those chaps are special. Uh-huh. They're the grasshoppers. Imagine grasshoppers for, for Grass, Christmas. Grasshoppers for Christmas is a delicacy. Like, I would Ooh. be flattered if yeah. I, I was in a relationship... And she made me grasshoppers for Christmas. No, I'm like, thank I you. never knew. <laughs> I never knew. Like, I wasn't ready for this. Ah. So much love. Ah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, I guess it's, it's the thought that counts, right? Think of it this way. You yes. know, I mean, uh, she could also give you uh, a piece of bread, a slice of bread. It's well, always about the thought. I did it and screw the thoughts when it comes to things like bread. Uh-huh. Bread is not that easy to, not that hard to catch. I mean, uh. what? You had to chase a loaf of bread down the street? No. <laughs> 
Chicken, you chase one. Grasshoppers, you chase and catch millions. Uh, you do you see, um, uh, like, uh, uh, if you saw Rocky One, uh, mm-hmm. Sylvester Stallone, no, Rocky Two, where he's chasing that chicken, because chicken, that was part of the training, because yeah. catching a chicken, mm-hmm. uh, it's even if it's headless, by the way, even when the thing Especially loses. Especially when it's headless. It is, uh, it's, uh, it's a mean feat. And that, that's the thing, we, we don't even know. Something which we don't take easily. We don't know how it knows where it's going. Yeah, Th- that's why it's it's so confusing. But you have to respect the chicken. Funny thing about chasing chicken in Africa is you only hear that thing make noise like three times. Quack, 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 they've caught it. Oh, <laughs> but you know, I I I I honestly think that hmm. this whole tradition of eating chicken because I see. A lot of chicken is at discount prices right now. Mm-hmm. Okay, in the hood, I mm. saw around in Tinder where they're selling uh, chicken off the, the back of their pickups. Yeah. I, I, I think uh, chicken, the whole idea of having chicken instead of turkey, I don't know where it came from. The two are really a dichotomy, mm-hmm. so to speak. You know, they're divergent. They're not the same. They're, they're, they're both birds. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It's a, but then still, hmm. I mean, even if they were putting in female terms, say uh, J-Lo's what? a bird and... Uh, <laughs> And so is a full figure, but but they're not the same. Exactly. Okay. Thank you. I get the analogy. (laughs) (laughs) Basically, um, turkey looks scarier than chicken. Like if you if you had to chase a chicken or a turkey, Mm -hmm. I would choose the chicken. Yeah, uh, chickens, yeah, because turkey sometimes looks like it evolved from a dinosaur <laughs> and just grew feathers. I don't know what's up with that thing. It's scary. But for some people, it's a delicacy. And it's a highlight of their Christmas for a lot of guys. For me, it was chicken and grasshoppers. For some people, it's turkey. Other people just have some other weird stuff that they were excited about. Like, someone sent me a message. <laughs> uh-huh. Speaking of things that made people happy. What, what was that message? Um, someone here is uh, celebrating not being able to travel for Christmas. Oh, yeah, because I think it's celebratory in the sense that you don't have to spend so much this time. Exactly. And they've, they've, they've typed here, yo, I'm very excited that I don't have to go see grandparents and stuff. Uh, first of all, yeah. I don't but like all the, the journey. all the love to the grandparents. All, all the love to the grandparents. He has sent mobile money or yes. something in that regard. I yes. don't know. Um, they didn't write the amount. Men never do. They never talk about stuff, money uh-huh. to other people. But yeah, he's excited that he didn't have to spend like 500000 on transport to and from wherever he's going. Uh-huh. And, and of course, when you get there, people expect you to show the success mm-hmm. you've uh, been enjoying in the urban s- areas. Exactly. Like so if you just go there empty-handed, you're probably going to be, uh, you know, ostracized. Exactly. So on average, uh, Christmas upcountry would cost you a crapload of money. I, I think oh. putting it at like one M, right? At the minimum. If, if, at, at the minimum. At, at the, the minimum. minimum. If you're counting fuel and taking gifts and all that stuff. Because people in the village look at us in Kampala and think, oh, you guys have electricity, you have water. Life is easy. You don't have to walk to a borehole. And we are thinking, ooh, oh, that walking is made up for in cash. But yeah, and uh, there's all that going on. And this guy is actually excited about not being able to travel. And where I concur with this person to some extent? Actually, yes. Where I concur with this person to some extent is... I don't like people from the village traveling here for Christmas either. Oh, but it's a lot cheaper when they come down, I think. At least in my experience, uh, Mm because they kind of bring the their rural taste to an urban setting True. and your rural taste uh, as you said they, mm. they they marvel at the fact that we have amenities that we take for granted mm-hmm. so they're not gonna you know they're not gonna demand for so much they don't demand for so much the, the problem is uh, first of all the amount of food they consume village people eat 
and I'm I'm not saying it to sound like you know it's a bad thing. I mean, a lot of turkey. Yes, <laughs> that's what they are accustomed to in the village. Have you seen the portions in the village? Ah, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm from Kabale. If you see uh-huh. a lusania of pork, uh-huh. it's like you're eating a whole a pig sty. You know, no. sounds strange. <laughs> but let's yes. say you're, you're eating a lot of pork. A well-roasted pig sty. Yeah. And <laughs> for example, now I'm, I'm from the north and we have this thing called kuonkal, which uh-huh. uh, people eat us was called atapa. You guys called kalo, right? Yes. So kalo is like the cement of the food industry. Like you, uh-huh. you, you don't go swimming after you've eaten kalo. You will drown. Uh, it, it's literally heavy. it weighs you down That's completely. Right. That's right. Even looks heavy on the plate if you look at kalo. Yes, kalo doesn't look like something which you take lightly, it, it, so to speak, <laughs> so to say. Yes. yes, like it's the only thing you slap against the wall and it doesn't stick, even when it's meant to. Uh. <laughs> like it can't, it can't. Now someone's going to feed you something that heavy for every meal. For four meals a day in the village. Whoa. And yeah, because for them it's a sort of subsistence culture. They yeah. they grow these things, the stuff. Here you're buying that, you're shopping for it. So like we'd have incidents where your uncles would show up for Christmas and you serve posho, right? Okay, let's call it posho. Kawunga. <laughs> yeah. Huh? Yeah, they serve yes. posho. And this guy cuts half of it and puts it on his plate. Whoa, whoa, whoa! That's a lot of posho. Yes, I mean, really. That's kind. Of, that's the kind of posho that can, you know, make you gain weight in all mm-hmm. the wrong places. Yeah, exactly. I think it mainly in the head. You know, because I mean, that's <laughs> you know, you know how to say porridge for brains, that kind of stuff. Yeah, uh-huh. it starts with things like this. Exactly. So, so how what you eat? Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. aha, mm-hmm. pretty much. Yeah. Oh my god, I think I'm about to turn into a grasshopper. Uh, okay, <laughs> but uh, yeah, they, they serve all this food because for them it's normal. And they're thinking, well, That's okay, nice. you know, this is life. This is how things work. Yeah. So it's part this of... This is how we roll. This, this is how think, we roll. I don't think they use that particular expression in the village. <laughs> but I guess uh, if, you're, if the shoe fits. Well, in reference to Kalo and Posho, you, you know how you roll it up and then uh, like, poke the middle <laughs> to scoop the soup. So you are right in so many ways. Yes. yes. But uh, yeah, that it's it's a struggle feeding people who have come from the village. Yeah. So that person, In Kampala. That person's high point was the fact that he had, doesn't have to travel to the village. And, yeah. And, and the so reverse is also not possible. So when people travel, COVID travels too. Mm-hmm. Unfortunately, it's it's it's, it's really it's, a, it's crazy, you know. Yeah. I mean, whoever thought we would get here? Mm-hmm. No, we never ever thought we would get to a situation where traveling, living, breathing was hazardous <laughs> to our health. <laughs> Who knew? Uh, I'm scared just yeah. sitting in the studio with you. People can't see it, but I'm wearing a mask. Uh, you know, I'm, I'm starting to realize that all the diseases which are sent by uh, uh, mm. whoever, <laughs> I mean, they, they, they target our intimacies. You know, AIDS. Yes. It was, a, it was, uh, it was sex. Oh, yeah. And this um, COVID-19 is social interaction. General I mean, interaction, basically, yeah. Basically, anything that brings people together, these diseases, are here to just you know, just separate them. mess it up yeah hepatitis you can't even exchange bodily fluids in oh, peace anymore no, 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 of no, no, no. any kind like someone taps you with their sweat you you you've got it and oh. it can be vaccinated against but it can't be cured that's no, what they're saying no, so they can't, they can't. yeah it's the, the like, disease it's like yeah it's uh, they but you see so I'm, I'm starting to wonder this pattern you know because mm-hmm. guys would, people have been talking about these conspiracy theories about yeah. COVID-19 and how you know Bill Gates is uh, creating some kind of uh, vaccine which will act as uh, turn us all into Manchurian candidates control our minds effectively yeah. mm-hmm. 
And uh, I'm wondering if controlling our minds, uh, to what end? I mean, uh, like like for us, like say us guys who are urban villagers. Uh, well, what's he going to get out of us? I, th- I think it's just to control your mind to make you shut up. I, I, I think that, that would be enough. <laughs> Silence is enough to for, for, for someone hungry for power to achieve everything they want. I mean, isn't this, is this not how Uganda got to this point? Uh, People yeah, just keeping quiet yeah, about things yeah. and they kept getting worse. Yeah, then they start, uh, they simmer, then they turn yeah. to a boil, then they explode before your eyes and you're like what when did we get when here? did we get here you've been watching it the whole time so yeah. all they want is silence and i wouldn't trust a guy who runs a computer company to make an antivirus because we all know how computers work right the guys who make the antivirus are the same people who make the virus so why are people surprised that there's a chance bill gates could have made the virus yeah, yeah. <laughs> and, and that computer guys do a lot in chips and, mm-hmm. you know, the, the the thing is with the chips which are implanted in you and to uh, to, uh, uh, to engineer your thinking and your thought processes exactly. i guess uh, I, I'll, I'll directly link to the fact that uh, bill gates could do it he could do it because this is like of work yes yeah he does deal in this kind of stuff exactly and the virus is here and because of that a lot of people haven't traveled for christmas they have no plans they canceled and the best part about this is you can actually not travel and tell them it's for their own good and uh, yeah and and another another good thing about it another good thing about this is that we're all here Mm -hmm. i mean bad all my friends no one is no one has gone to the village Oh, Some yeah. people I wanted to see gone, but mm. unfortunately they're here, which is good, you know, because it's, it's the more the better, the more mm-hmm. the merrier. Yeah. It is a merry festive season, mm-hmm. so we really encourage everyone to stay around and, uh, you know, yes. social distance. Uh, do what you have to do to avoid what may happen to you yeah. if you don't do what you have to do. And also for the sake of the, your loved ones, you know, as village is, is, is where old people chill, so and they're uh, the most vulnerable uh, to this yeah, disease. So yeah, 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 if you're making a decision to take care of your family by not traveling too much, well, we applaud that. Uh-huh. And uh, of course, someone has looked at it as a highlight, so yeah, it has its benefits. <laughs> and um, as we go for the break, would like to inform you that there's so many more things we're going to be talking about afterwards on the list of things that people found appealing. <laughs> uh, actually, or otherwise. Yes, about this year. Uh, it's Philip Matogo and Daniel Omara. The show is called Hear Me Out. We'll be back after the break. RX Radio. Rx Radio, ladies and gentlemen. Rx, say it with a uh, say it with your chest, as uh, <laughs> yeah, as my man would say. So, uh, Rx Radio, the show is hear me out. Daniel Mara and Philip Matogo every Saturday between ten and midday. We were talking about a host of things, and uh, you know, there are a lot of realities going around, yeah. swelling around us. Mm-hmm. And it's 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 exciting. It's, it's uh, we've been exciting. looking at. Uh, uh, the pros and the cons of uh, what went down this year. Mm-hmm. From but, our uh, listeners' from our listeners' perspective, yeah. And uh, uh, from our own perspective, we we definitely had a lot of uh, high points and low points. But we'll get to that in a minute. Mm-hmm. What we wanted to look at uh, was still this issue with this dude. What's his name? Jerome. Jerome. Yeah. Yes, Monsieur de Jerome. Yeah. Huh? From uh, a place called Bunyoro. Uh-huh. Uh, that's me trying to say Bunyoro. Please uh-huh. do not misquote me. Look, the French turn their eye into an eight kind of thing. So he's from Bunyoro. 
Par- no, is it is it Munyoro or Mutoro? Uh, if it's from Munyoro, that's it, it, that's the, the, the irony in there. It's so rich because that's mm. the place where they're drilling. For oil. Yes. Uh, so this guy was actually <laughs> doing his own form of drilling. He was working. Ah, yeah. I, he, I, was sticky, I, he, was in, he was in keeping with the system. I cannot judge this man any further. Yes. It's a massive yes. investment. The yes. oil sector is a lot yes. of he money. He should be applauded for that. Oh, yeah, he should in yeah. his own way. Of course, we're just being stupid. But, uh, yeah, Jerome um, was uh, <laughs> caught in someone else's bed. Uh-huh. Uh, with his pants down. With his pants down. Literally. Yes. Quite literally, and uh, everybody's uh, trying to find a way of you know looking at this. And the, the person who sent me this as their highlight of the year was telling me that for them, they enjoyed the story in general, uh, and the fact that Jerome looks like the type of guy you would forgive for doing things. Like yeah, Jerome yeah, looks yeah. like that guy who was probably the nerd all through high school. <laughs> so when you see him doing something like socially this, awkward, dude. Yeah, socially awkward. So now everyone's like, "Hey, Bambi, his teenage life just caught up with him." I don't think this is who he actually is. Then of yes. course there are those who are like, "He's a motoro. What did you expect?" Uh-huh. Like Ugandans always go for the tribal. Uh, uh, yeah, to explain the individual. Yes, and which me, is quite a flawed way of uh, the, uh, approaching things because uh-huh. uh, at the end of the day, if you're gonna spend, if you're gonna explain me according to my tribe, you're gonna be very shocked. Oh, you're going to be because of uh, Bachiga crazy brothers. Okay, I'm crazy too, <laughs> but hey, that's another story for another day. Yeah, so here we are still um, looking into the story of this Jerome the Bean. That's what we're calling it, or ah. the trials of Brother Jerome, yeah. we, we, whichever you. <laughs> prefer like you give it a title of your choice we'll wait on social media and uh, this thing has been the highlight for a lot of people because everybody thought ah this year has been mostly filled with politics and all this and then along comes Jerome to save us from with, all this madness yes from all this insanity yes committing a crime that is punishable by a penalty of 200 shillings. Did you know? Adultery? Yeah, adultery. Adultery is basically has no penalty. It's ba- I mean, 200 shillings. Yes. Really? Yeah. And I think Jerome can he can double that and triple that and quadruple that and still yes. not feel it. Jerome can literally pay a monthly fee to be adulterous. Yeah. Even if he paid <laughs> per day. He can pay basically. Can, yeah, we could all pay per day. Yes, we can afford adultery OTT. Uh-huh. And just say, I have subscribed uh-huh. for a month of sleeping with other people's wives. Uh, here is my 10,000 shillings. Yes. This qualifies me for what? Uh, and we will not feel a thing. And we will uh, feel we a will thing. Just keep on, you know, we will just keep on posting yeah. on that four-bed poster thing. You know, We just keep on doing our thing because at the end of the day, adultery is inexpensive. It, it, it's too cheap. Like the, the penalty for it is way too low. It, it really doesn't uh, discourage anything. It's like, no. wait, all I have to, it's like those places you see where they say tofu kawano. <laughs> fine, 200 shillings. And you're like, so it's fine if I pay 200, right? <laughs> you know you can afford but it. Chances th- are it's, it's it's more expensive paying for a public toilet. Yes, mm. yes. Although in some places it did, no? some guy was saying tofu kawano, mm. 1 million shillings, fine. Uh-huh. Wow, I said, wow. That, now, that is a bit high. Exactly. I mean, what am I paying? <laughs> <laughs> I know it's yellow, but ladies and gentlemen, it is not gold. <laughs> I don't have that kind of money where I paid one million shillings just to take a leak. Just to take a leak. Remember Abiriga? Abiriga took a leak and mm-hmm. he told guys, you know, I was badly off. I was badly off yeah, because and, yeah. there was no price tag on that wall. Uh-huh. They, paid him, they made him pay 20,000 shillings, which is very funny because all this stuff we do all over town, mm-hmm. I, I don't want to really present myself to the law as a law breaker. 
<laughs> but the truth is, we pee everywhere. Yeah, a lot of people pee everywhere. Like yeah. I, I, I well, like these dogs. Well, <laughs> okay, I'm okay joking, fine. I'm yes, joking. I get, I get. Yeah, true. We're marking true. our territory. Don't don't say we. Say yeah. a lot of people are like these dogs, <laughs> and it's it's something people do. It's not right. And the thing is, when you saw that one million on the wall. Yes. You, you reconsidered your life choices, right? Uh, like, of course. I, of course. No, I am not going to do this because I can't afford this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This yeah. is a bit too much. Now, if if the penalty for adultery was like 500,000. Uh, 500,000 is also quite affordable for lay because some people mm-hmm. pay that much just to get laid. Yes, exactly. So, so if they could uh, make oh, it, yeah. uh, you know, amp okay. it up a little, take it away, maybe... Make it like two million shillings. Okay, I, I know that's high, cause I, high. Uh, but it, but it's still. I mean, if you want to make it prohibitive mm. in the sense that you you don't want anyone to do it, mm. make it make it worth. Because the the thing is this: it's a weighing scale. Yeah, you get you get booty on one side, mm. and you get the one million shillings or two million uh, shilling penalty on the other. Yeah. If you weigh the two, the booty is worth is worth billions of shillings, right? <laughs> Depends on how you're looking at it on the <laughs> stock market. If it's good booty, what's the current rate of booty on the stock market in comparison <laughs> to the D, for example? Like we have to discuss this financially. Yeah, yeah. I, I think it. I think it's uh, it's uh, it's dispor- <laughs> it's I don't know how to say it. it's disproportionate <laughs> in the sense that I mean. The amount of D in the market is, uh, you know, it's always being tossed all oh, over the place. Oh, there's too much supply. Yeah, yeah, there's a lot of supply. Uh-huh. And so then the demand, I mean, the, so, uh, the, now the demand for, for the D is also yeah. comes up with, uh, the, the you have to factor in that playing hard to get what you talked about oh, yeah, earlier yes, on. Yeah. And that kind of reduces the demand in the sense that, you know, I won't give you my booty now. I'll give it to you like in two weeks. Oh, so or even booty, a month. Bo- booty is uh, never. playing the demand card, right? Yeah. The, the demand yes, is higher yes, than this. It's scarcity yeah, card, basically. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's scarcity Interesting. card. Yeah. So the way I'm looking at this is, yes. uh, number one, I think the, the penalty for adultery is so low because the government wants to be inclusive. Uh, I mean, we, we can't leave cheating only up to the rich men. Uh, Everybody uh, has to get some of this, you yeah, understand? So yeah, keeping it at yeah, 200 shillings, yeah. even Omuntu Wawansi uh, can go ahead and stray. And it's affordable, <laughs> you get. I mean, if you're going to charge someone... Imagine me, <laughs> making adultery affordable, really. Yes, that yeah. would be a slogan. Uganda, yes, yes. making adultery affordable <laughs> for everyone. So Jerome is going to walk scot-free with this, for, for, for this and a bunch of other reasons. Of course, they uh-huh. say the couple was already divorced so mm-hmm. oh okay. okay yeah there was that but personally i don't care i i just um if if you're going to do something with someone regardless of their relationship status take it not to their home uh-huh. especially if you know that uh-huh. home is owned or bought by someone else because uh, yeah. uh, legally speaking you're still in another person's territory right and you could get for lack of a better word speared for that uh. <laughs> <laughs> so jerome so, so yeah so jerome also was not a very canny lover he was yeah. not very intelligent in the way he did his things you know oh. when you're gonna cheat there's an art there's a science mm-hmm. there's a method and there's some madness there's a plan yes yes and the thing is this when you're gonna cheat you're just gonna you're not only trying to avoid getting caught Mm-hmm. You're also trying to avoid hurting people when you get caught. Exactly. So it's a, it's a two-dimensional reality which you must factor into whatever booty <laughs> you are pursuing. <laughs>
going, ladies and gentlemen. Okay, even the ladies, sorry, you, you know, even Everybody, guys are booty. Yes, yeah, everyone. Booty. Well, for the ladies, if you're plotting for the D. And I must yes. say, Jerome isn't really the smartest guy, and we can tell. Uh, <laughs> How old is Jerome again? I do not know, but this yeah. guy clearly had not planned for the getting caught part. No, 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 no. His getaway line. And I'm not even playing. His uh-huh. his getaway line wasn't even wasn't me because he couldn't use that. Uh-huh. It was please don't kill me. I'm the only son of my mother. Like th- uh-huh. th- that guy <laughs> probably sat there and thought, how do I get out of this situation? And his brain came up with something on short notice, like yo, your mom, you're the only boy in the family. Uh-huh. And he forgot one very important fact in that excuse is <laughs> if if he's found to have had more siblings. <laughs> It means it's okay to take him out. <laughs> uh, you know, Jerome is a very interesting guy. He's, he's, he's a stand-up guy. <laughs> More ways than one. Now, ladies and gentlemen, I mean, uh, we've really been enjoying some of the things that uh, have, you know, gotten up, have rubbed you the long way. Mm. And uh, did I say to rub you the long way or wrong way? Um, <laughs> the long way. The long way. I could have said anything. You know, yeah, because mm. I mean, right now, I mean, it's Christmas. Everything, everything goes. You're allowed to make mistakes. Yes, when yes, Santa yes, forgot yes, my address, yes, I forgive him. Yes, because yeah. Christmas is about sinners, <laughs> and uh, it's a cardinal sin for somebody to just say what I just said when I said long way. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but it's okay because this is what it's this is what's expected of us at this particular time. Mm-hmm. Jesus died for those verbal uh, sins. Yes, yes, and, and uh, others. Yeah, and yeah, for, for me, the, the hero in this whole story. Yeah, again, is Joseph. Uh, Joseph. Oh, okay. Yeah. The father. Joseph. Tata yeah. Yesu. Yo. Uh-huh. It, it, Mary told this guy, hey, it was the Holy Spirit. Uh-huh. And Joseph, I, I don't know. Oh, the Holy Joseph. Spirit who uh, ballooned her. Yes. Yes. I, I do not know if anyone has ever asked about Joseph's mental health because this is a part of the story that we never considered. Because <laughs> to be honest, I do not think Joseph took it well. Ah, yeah. I, I think at some point he was think... like, I am going to now be with a virgin who's had a baby. I've never <laughs> been there. But someone came out of it. Dude, it it's very confusing. <laughs> and uh, I feel for Joseph. I think we need to do, do we need to check the part of the Bible that talks about Joseph's mental health because Joseph that was guy, a Joseph was a tolerant guy. Yes. In modern day speak, he may have been called something worse. But I will let yes. that, we will not say that. We, we will not say not that. Right now. Get off easy. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, uh, this is RX Radio. The show is Hear Me Out, Philip Matogo, Daniel Mara in studio this Saturday and it's crazy you know Christmas is upon <laughs> us Boxing Day actually oh, happy yeah. Boxing Day you guys punch yeah. someone yeah. yeah yeah. turn to the next person and punch him <laughs> or punch her in the teeth and then say hey I'm a virgin like Mary did thank you very much okay we'll see you guys in a bit enjoy this music <laughs> hear me out hear me out This is where hit music lives. RX Radio. RX Radio. Hear me out, hear me out. Hear me out, hear me out. Hear me out, hear me out. Hear me out. 
RX Radio, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, I don't know why I carry on saying RX Radio before the show, because the show is called Hear Me Out. Yes. The radio is called RX Radio. Mm-hmm. The presenters are called... You know, Philip Matogo uh, and yeah. Daniel O'Mara. Yeah, but yeah. Uh, we'd yeah. like to start with the person that pays us and work our way down <laughs> the hierarchy. <laughs> so, there's an you order. Know, you, you know, I mean, uh, that reminds me of a story. Uh, when uh, the Chris Rock, mm. uh, the Wayans, Eddie Murphy, that's what I was talking about. There was a lady found them, like seven of them, mm-hmm. our senior hall, back in the days. Oh, and yeah. then she came up to them and said, oh, I've never kissed a white She was a white girl. Mm. I've never kissed a black man. She said, can I kiss you? She told Eddie Murphy said, "No, baby, you just have to, you have to work your way up from the bottom. Start with Chris, because <laughs> Chris was just a kid by then, you know. And so, you know, <laughs> so it's, but but like we were talking about, Jerome, we've yeah. had we've had we've had uh, we've had funny uh, events. Uh, okay, yeah. we've had rare occurrences like the Jerome scenario. Mm. Uh, but uh, looking at looking at holistically, because you know we're coming to to the close of the year, mm. come to the close of the show too." Yeah. Uh, Daniel, what has been, uh, you know, what, what do you think took the cake in terms of, you know, national attention? Aside from politics, mm-hmm. uh, you know, what, what what really was trending this year? What really killed it, you know, on a social level? Oh, oh, this one is easy. Yeah. The bar's being closed. Oh. <laughs> Yo, it's, uh, I've said it before and I'll say it again. Yeah. That is the one thing that has hurt Ugandans the most. It's, it's the one thing which, weirdly, has hurt Ugandans a lot, uh-huh. but has saved a lot of Ugandans. Yeah. yeah. Hear me out. Let me explain. Uh-huh. Uh, so it has hurt a lot of people in the sense that those who love to drink and want to party, especially if you're in your early 20s, maybe you're in campus or just finishing university and are learning to explore your freedom and sexuality and all those other things, then you've been denied the opportunity and a certain stage of your life, right? For yes. a lot of people. That's Absolutely. how they felt. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Like uh, I should have this was supposed to be my year. The pastor told me, well, if the pastor told you, why are you mad about the bar? You're supposed to be in church, yeah. you sly human being. But then there's this those... supposed to be my year. Yes. Uh-huh. Then there's those, like uh, the person who texted me about his uh, highlight of the year, and who are genuinely happy about the bars being closed because they say alcohol addiction had become a problem. Yeah, yeah. It's it's actually it's binge drinking, alcohol mm-hmm. addiction, yes. and all the other related uh, the boozified realities. Uh-huh. Are, are real. Yeah, very real. real. Yeah, they're real. They're and real. Uh, this is the topic we're going to cover on this show another day. But yeah. for now, this yeah, person but... is just celebrating the fact that they were denied access to a bar, which made them spend less, and they uh. had to learn how to. <laughs> maybe spend on other things. Like, they they were forced to budget to survive, not to party. Uh, And now that lockdown is done, they feel like it has actually made them a better person. So, kudos to those of you who found the positive in this. Yeah, because the lockdown really transformed Mm -hmm. so many of us. Adapt or die. You know, because our mortality was looking us in the eye Mm -hmm. and daring us to blink. Many of us did blink. (laughs) Others survived. (laughs) uh, And uh, we took stock of who we are, what we do in our Mm -hmm. lives, and started realizing that a lot of stuff we do uh, entails taking things for granted, taking yes. our essential beings for granted, mm. you know, and this is dangerous, you know, because yes. we're not smelling the coffee, as they would say. At all. Yes. And uh, I, I was at National Theatre every Monday with a Muzinga. Uh, really? You know what a Muzinga <laughs> is. Every Monday, they had this jam session thing, yes. and I would go there. It's a great way to make connections, meet people, right, and talk, right, but right. Uh, let me be honest with you, the connections happen by accident. 
Oh. You get, you're strategic about your reason for being there, but uh, there's a likelihood that you might not meet anyone productive that night. That's true. Or anyone who's productive. And you would have still taken the Muzinga. And I would have still taken the Muzinga. That's right. So it kind of helped me cut that out because yes. I'm like, yeah, there are things. If I had to choose between a Muzinga and food, I would pick food. Uh, Definitely. Yeah, of course, yeah, the yeah. tummy is still trying to get in the way. Yeah. But um, the, the problem is if I continue with the Muzinga, I will lose everything but the tummy. <laughs> so, the, the, hey, this tummy is persistent. <laughs> and, uh, so, uh, you, you, you know, it's it's it's, it's fascinating. Mm. You know, because uh, it's fascinating. We 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 had to amend all of the way we do things. Yes, you know, on a personal level. Mm. Look at the way we look at the way we were living our lives. Mm. However, some people, the the lockdown was. Uh, Actually made them intensify, made them more creative drinkers. Oh yeah, because I, yeah, <laughs> people yes. set up, uh, people set up bars at home mm-hmm. and had house parties and said, you know what, mm-hmm. we're gonna party until the the wheels come off. But the thing is, the people who set up bars at home and had house parties at yes. least found a way to make money out of other people's drinking habits. That's right. It wasn't oh. for them. It they, they were they were hiring out their places as venues, uh-huh. okay. uh, buying drinks cheaper and selling them at regular prices or even yes. more expensively because if you couldn't get it in a bar, it's like shopping from a fuel station. Mm-hmm. It's always more expensive because the, sh- the other shops are never nearby. Okay, yeah. And if you don't like what they have to offer, well, you can w- try and walk a few more kilometers and get your chocolate fudge at 2000 but us, we're selling it at 4K. And there's nothing you can do. It, it, well, in economics, they call that spatial monopoly. Yeah, I remember this stuff, man. Well done, man. Spatial monopoly. You know, you look at the space mm-hmm. and you're like, you know what, I can't go all the way to town to get a sandwich. Uh, let me buy this one, which is right here for 10000 okay. That sandwich in town, maybe 2000 yes. but, you know, it doesn't make sense going they're coming back. Transport, to be fair, I don't remember anything about economics besides uh, demand, <laughs> supply, and ceteris paribus because I really liked that phrase. <laughs> and uh, there's a guy here who's saying uh, the highlight of the year for him yeah. was moving out of his parents' house. Okay. Moved out. How old was he? Uh, what? This, uh, okay, this this dude is, okay, the age is not there. I'm trying okay. to read through, All but right. there's okay. no age. Okay. But I'm thinking, he may be slightly more mature. If he survived. Yeah. Yes. Lockdown, so, yes. As in his first year out of his parents' house, uh-huh. it means he's either a really good young planner or a very experienced older person. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, or he got a very good deal or the job. Yes. Yeah, because I mean it does help when you're getting the the money to cover the expenses that come with the uh-huh. lockdown. Because the lockdown is also pri- pretty pricey. It's quite pricey. Because yeah, the more time you spend at home. Mm the more you're going to consume what's at home. So exactly. you have to replenish it. You yes. have to replenish. But the difference is you're saving on transport costs. Oh. You don't have to move because no. a lot of money goes into transportation. Yeah. And if yeah. you just sat stationary, yeah. Yeah. you'd realize how much you'd save, but you'd also grow to appreciate how much you're eating <laughs> from home. So, <laughs> hence the tummy. Hence the tummy, yes. So <laughs> kudos to this guy for, you know, surviving and uh-huh. for all the amazing stuff he has achieved for us, I think, for, for us uh-huh. here. <laughs> Uh, I think the highlight for me, one of my highlights of this year, as we, you know, close the show. Yes. Uh, this here, this setup. Yeah. Us being here. Yeah. Us doing this show. Yeah. I, I find it to be one of the highlights because I've always wanted to be back on radio. Yeah. Hmm. <laughs> like, I, I can't be the only one who has wanted me to do this. <laughs> <laughs> you know, uh, it's 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 really been a. Uh, I would also add that mm-hmm. as a you know as a high point in my story of the year. Mm-hmm. In this, uh, it's really been RX's. It's been a welcome 
change. I hope for the listeners, I hope you guys are feeling it when we tell you we're feeling the fact that we like mm. to feel you. Oh, oh yeah. that sounds really oh, wow. Sounds okay. really cordy. Okay, cordy. Well, it actually sounds more than cordy. Sounds <laughs> sexual. Yeah. Huh? Yeah. It's uh it, it, it's it's an interesting experience. Yeah, Just uh, uh, yeah. Get, getting feedback from people. Yes. Because yes. you know, man, it's it's something you have to learn to get used to. Yes. But uh, the thing I wasn't used to is constructive feedback. Because you know how people tend to be so negative. Uh, Here's what I love about RX Radio listeners. Guys come and tell you exactly what's up. They were like, I didn't feel you you were knowledgeable about the topic you were discussing this time. Uh-huh. So maybe next time pick something more familiar with or do <laughs> yeah. more research. Yeah. Now, it's not to say it doesn't hurt yeah. <laughs> when someone has indirectly yeah. called you ignorant. But... <laughs> It's they've actually told you where your weakness is and how you can improve. Yeah, that's constructive. You it's know? very constructive. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. yeah not, not 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 those kind of guys who are like you know don't quit your day job. Mm. You know that's what they say. And, yeah. You know, yeah, this is terrible. Like what you are know, you doing well, on radio? Yeah, well, I, I listened to this show today. I was in a bad mood. Yeah. My power was off. I haven't paid rent and I didn't like today's yeah. show. <laughs> like, really? Are we the reason you didn't like the show? <laughs> or and is then, it your power? Or is it all these other issues you had? Uh-huh. And then someone's going to read that status and then come and say, even me, that's why I'm never going to listen to it. <laughs> uh-huh. Yet that person never listened to it to begin with. They never but, tried. But, but, you know, we, we are appreciative of those people who are Very. listening. You know, because yes. uh, it's always good to come here, break bread with you, with mm. Daniel. And, uh, I basically touch base on many of the things that concern us because we're here. You know, the best thing about being able to be heard out yeah. is that you speak your mind mm-hmm. without fear, favor, or of the repercussions yeah. or whatever may come about because no one's going to arrest us, ladies and gentlemen, because mm-hmm. we're, not, we're not like saying crazy stuff. We are not really on the most wanted list. I, I don't think no. anyone really perceives no. us as a threat <laughs> in any not yet. way, yeah, shape, yeah. or form. Yes. I yes. mean, uh, people are okay with us hanging around their wives. Yeah. Our male <laughs> friends are cool with us hanging around their sisters. <laughs> the church trusts us enough to let us read the opening verse on yeah. Sunday. So, yeah, uh, even yeah. if it's on line yes. but <laughs> yeah we try to be decent people and uh thank you for being a part of this experience yeah, yeah. I, I i i the thing i like most about uh this whole experience and this whole year mm. let me just put it this way this whole year is that as a person i've learned uh you know uh, more self-reliance mm-hmm. you know because yeah I think I was less self-reliant because, you know, you, you kind of, pre- you know, the problem is a lot of times we develop that entitlement mentality yeah. uh, based on the fact that uh, where we come from, you know, mm. the schools we went to yeah. and what people tell us, you mm-hmm. know, because they're like, you should be doing this, you should be. So you start thinking that you are entitled to a certain, uh, you know, condition in life, yeah, which may not actually be something which is an entitlement. It's something you have to earn and work for. Exactly. Like the right to pee on a wall by the roadside. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So there's a guy, I know a guy on Facebook who, his handle is Tofuko Wano. I hope he's listening. Yeah. yeah. You, he had better be tuned He definitely pees on a lot of other people's uh, statuses, so to speak. So I think it's ironical in the sense that he says uh, he tells you not to do it on his. So it's a warning. So yeah. But he does it, you know. I hey. guess I, 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 I guess that's cool. Don't do like I do. Yeah, just yeah, do just, as I say. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and uh, if you're having trouble understanding, what was your? By the way, what was your best movie this year? 
My best movie was Tenet. Yeah, Tenet. Yes. Uh, Because it's, it's it's freaking complicated. Uh, I hate complicated uh, I, I, No, I, I will not. I'm a big fan of Nolan. Uh-huh. So, oh, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah Christopher Nolan is, a, is yes. a brilliant. Not to brag, but I'm one of those people who watched Inception the first time and got it. Uh, and hearing people say I didn't understand Inception I was like what really <laughs> so I took on the same challenge with Tenet uh, a friend of mine literally called me and told me Tenet is on my hard drive I want you to watch it and explain it to me after you're done I then he was watching it for the second time I was watching it for the first time and he just kept going oh so that's what that meant uh, like, and I'm sitting there watching it like oh okay this guy is beginning to scare me yeah, like I've, it very <laughs> have you ever watched Vanilla Sky Vanilla Sky Tom Cruise no. that was a very uh, very confusing movie because you didn't know whether he was uh, in a dream mm-hmm. or in an imagination mm. of his dream mm-hmm. or of his life so okay. it's it, it was really something which totally confused me you know i watched that movie and i was like what mm. you know i left i watched it like three times i've still never got it hey know? there are some movies you're not meant to get butterfly yeah. effect uh i gave up uh a lot of ugandan movies which you don't get mostly because you know they're just poorly written or short but it's uh. not because they're meant to be complex it's not the nolan effect but it's yeah. been quite a year yeah and uh this is our second last show of the year Yes. We are going to be with you guys one more time. So, we'd really like to hear the feedback on Saturday. Yes. Again, Every from Saturday, uh, 10 to, to midday. midday. So, holler at us, give us some feedback. Tell us how you feel about this show, if there's changes we should make, if you don't like the makeup we're wearing or <laughs> anything else <laughs> that can help us improve and be better because we are here for you, ladies yeah, and gentlemen. Yeah, yeah. Always, by the way. Always. <laughs> uh, we uh, we uh, we we're going to have our boxing day. I hope mm-hmm. you enjoy Enjoy your boxing day uh-huh. and uh, make sure that you punch somebody. Hit somebody. Yeah. Hit it's, somebody. it's boxing day for Christ's yeah, sake. Hit be, that person. You have a make genuine sure. excuse. Yeah. I so mean, you're right. Go for it, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> Thank you for catching us on this beautiful Saturday. The show is Hear Me Out. It's Philip Matogo and Daniel Omara on RX Radio. Tune in again next Saturday. See what else we can conjure up as we clock out our year. Hear me out. Hear me out. Yeah. Thanks, Jeff, this is RX Radio.